shitting and vomiting all night and he was like it's he's like that smelled worse than dead <laughs> dead bodies in there it smelled worse than sir this is a wendy's oh, oh, is this on i'm definitely bigger than i don't know man i just work here welcome back you silly salamanders this is not that good <laughs> podcast number four Brought to you live by P-Jack Attack and Pookie. Today we'll be talking about the 2000... Fuck. They're all these <laughs> It's all the years. That's, I mean, also, I guess they're all 2000 years. It's the Mexican Nora 1000. years that me and Paul have been racing because we're old as dirt. How about that? That, works. that actually is pretty good. We chose this topic because this is a race that Wesley and I have been racing um, together with some friends and, and family uh, since 2017 was the first year I did it. But honestly, it's like racing down in Baja has been something that Wes's family and a bunch of our friends have been doing for like ever and been like chasing forever. So sick point um, that you actually brought up, because I guess the reason that I ever wanted to go down there was from my dad going down there with all of his family friends. And they've been racing Baja like since before I was even born. So that's definitely what fueled the fire under the little Hawaiian boat. <laughs> 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 I'm just glad you you both of us are fired up for today's topic because <laughs> I, so the, the the two I think something to clarify off the bat is that there's two thousand mile races in Baja. One is the Baja 1000, and the one we're racing is the Nora 1000. So the Nora 1000 is actually older, but um, I think the one a lot of people think of is the Baja 1000. The big differentiator for those that aren't familiar is that the Baja 1000 is like ready, set, go. We'll see you in a thousand miles. And the Nora 1000 is five days and it's five stages. So it's broken up. So it's way harder to do the Baja 1000 um, just straight. Like logistically, it's harder. It's harder to do it with like one rider. Teams are usually like two, three, four riders. But the Nora 1000 is like broken up. So it's a little like. I think it's a little like faster, but it's definitely more laid back race. I think the only point I wanted to make there is that a lot of the same like trails and stuff, like they mix up the course every year. They use each other's courses. Same with the 250 and the I 500 and everything. Change the course. The only reason they change the course is just so people don't know the map. So the train is very similar from like the score thousand compared to the Nora. You want to tell us about what the race is from like a super high level for people who don't know? Pretty much it's a fucking gnarly race over five days and the whole thing is a thousand miles. So it starts in Ensenada at the very top of the peninsula and you ride all the way down, pass through a couple of towns, which we'll get into um, later in this podcast. And you end up in Cabo San Jose, which is really close to Cabo San Lucas for all you Howleys out there that like to go party on spring break. <laughs> but yeah, so we end up in Cabo, uh, is it De San Jose? Del Sol? It's San Jose de Cabo de la Mundo. Yeah, my brain's just going, <laughs> Yeah, you end up there and it's really cool because we have all of our families meet um, and fly in at the end of the race. So even if they don't meet us halfway down, um, we get everyone together at the end and just have a big fiesta. That is if we make it there with the bikes in one piece. Yeah, that's fair. And it's a it's a thousand miles of racing. So there's it's actually like a fourteen hundred mile race, but there's like transits in between and stuff to where you still have to ride it, but you're not you're you're not racing. So you're not at race pace. So it's a very long race. We started doing it with Wesley's 
family and friends. I actually don't even know how I got like like peer pressured into this because I actually did the first year without you, but with There's all of your like, like one family and friends. You, and I'm like, hey, let's do this together. And then you ended up doing it by yourself. I mean, with the squad. But, yeah, you um, probably bait and switched me. Like, oh, you want to go race down here? I was like, yeah. I was like, sick. I'm not going to do it. Um, I just wanted you to test it. And if you survive, <laughs> then I'm like, fucking A, I'm in. Yeah, if I came back alive, then you were down. Um, but the sickest part was it's bounce around a little bit but you know fuck that's how we roll the is that like you're down there with a bunch of people that are gnarly riders and they're legit and committed to, they do baja racing they do all kinds of racing and stuff and we come down there in like a murdered out short bus with a massive gorilla smoking a cigar painted on the side and a bunch of like it's really like all the dads and then all the sons are racing. And so like in our group, so we're like the youngest team by far. We're just like a bunch of kids in a short bus just rolling around just racing this race. Great point though, that you have all ranges of people that are racing this. And like for the most part, desert racing is a very like old man sport. Cause you got to have money to play. And that's why we got all the poppies in there. But anyways, what I was getting <laughs> at is you got to have money and you got to have like wisdom because it's, and yeah. I, I mean, you'll see this later in all our stories, but like, it's not a go as fast as you can race because that is how you die. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a slow and steady wins the race. So that's why there's a lot of like older guys that aren't young idiots. Like we I are. Mean, it was the moto scene. I feel like that was our mentality. And, and even for the first year that you guys win, it's like, you know, you take the track and everything that you learned there and you get into this like wide open fucking desert where you're just racing for five days straight. And you're like, I'm just going to fucking stay pinned the whole time, which is just not how you get through this. First year that the team did it, then the team, I guess it's worth mentioning, is called Missing Link Racing. Um, that's all, all of our group. So the first year that the group did it was 2017. Um, and I skimmed through that really quick just because Wes wasn't there, so we weren't together. Um, but it was, we had two motorcycles in the race that year four people mitch will sterling or no five people nick and i what was kind of nuts about that year is we kind of like first year we were really timid timid we we're scared scared as fuck and like Shitting the break. bikes were kind of fine the whole time there wasn't any huge issues until after the fourth day so the fifth day is like the the last easiest day it's the shortest day um it's kind of supposed to be a little bit of a victory lap and so we kind of like pre-celebrated a little bit too much not booze we ate Busted some food yeah and we ate some like chicken or something and we all got food poisoning and so the last day the dads had to like sub in for it and and like take turns going Wait, where through the was rest this, though like what was it in uh la paz that you guys had this yeah, La Paz, we were, like, sitting by the pool, and we were like, oh, let's have some, let's order we're some done. food. Home yeah, stretch. like, home stretch tomorrow, got it. And then I remember I remember uh, Torch waking us up the next morning not knowing we all had food poisoning. Oh, and it was just, and we were all in one hotel room, and he opened the door, and we were all just shitting and vomiting all night. And he was like, it's, he's like, that smelled worse than dead, <laughs> dead bodies in there. It smelled worse than. Um, for him to say that is pretty bad. Yeah, exactly, because he's a monster. They had to ride the last leg, and Tony ran into a booby trap. That was, like, the gnarliest thing. Like, we didn't see him on the whole time, but... Yeah, out in the desert the spectators love to get a little rowdy and like dig holes and put shit well, over it's just it a known thing in baja that like you have to watch out for and for the buggies and car classes and like 
truck classes, it doesn't really matter because they go right over these fucking potholes. But what they'll do is like the locals out there will come out on the course and just dig a fat fucking hole like right off the lip where all the spectators are standing. And when you're hauling ass, like just going 60, 80 miles an hour down a straight, you can't really see it. And if you're on a bike, you're fucking over the bars in like a heartbeat before you know it. You're just fucking garage sale. <laughs> yeah. Hot tip if you're ever going to race in Baja. If you see a bunch of local Mexicans all standing around one area pointing and clapping at like one thing, just know go as fast as you can and make them all love you. No, know that that's probably a booby yeah, trap. <laughs> that's, that's fucked, but that's the beauty of Baja. You could be going 100 miles for one second and before you know it, you're fucking flat on your ass. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, cruising through the first year, uh, we kind of all made it. It was fairly fine. We finished, which was like wild. It was kind of unreal. Um, But so we came into the next year, 2018, with one more bike. So three bikes total. Worth saying we skimmed over a little bit. But in these races, there's everything from like trophy trucks to buggies to ATVs to motorcycles. Um, and so we're on dirt bikes. And so this race, we had three bikes and five people. And this was Wes's first year. Yeah, that was me and Will on the KTM 450. Mitch and Sterling, who are brothers, they were on the Honda 450. And Paul D was on the 350 Husky. Originally... Paul was supposed to have a partner, Nick Torch, who rode the first year, but I'll let you tell the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember I was I was skiing like two weekends before. I was up on the slopes. I remember I was taking it easy. I was like, I got Nora in two weeks. And I get a call from Nick's dad, <laughs> and he's like, hey, man, I'll – I'll let Nick tell you the story, but Nick had a heart attack and he's not going to be racing Nora. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm like, is he okay? Is he like alive? And it, yeah, exactly. Um, but he, he was alive. He's okay. Um, and all that stuff. But he was like, yeah, do you want to solo it? Do you want to Ironman it? And I'm, I was, I remember freaking out because last year we instant yeah. brain research, I think on that one. Oh, totally doing mental gymnastics going like, do I have to? Or like, how is like me? Like, how do I get out of this? We haven't but, done and, that before. So for like, when we set this up, it was a couple riders per bike, right? To get down. So we're switching at pit stops, which we can get into later. Yeah. And like one of the bikes last year had three riders, like mine had two. And, it, and I remember it being a lot and it was like, oh, like I'm going to ride it. So whatever. So I decided to do that. So that was the, the three bikes. That was gnarly though, because right when you figured that out you realized that you had to do the whole thousand miles by yourself which we haven't done before yeah so you're teed up to do that which is absolutely insane in itself as we got down the peninsula bikes were running pretty good got through san felipe and on one of the mornings we got up and every day you do your oil and fix your tires and whatever you need at each uh each wait that's not a pit stop what do you call those like when you come into the checkpoint yeah, the overnight service. Like you basically do a full day of racing, and if everything goes fine, you kind of raced for like seven hours. Um, so like super early morning, and then like early afternoon, you're done. Um, and then you can do, you know, you can grab a cerveza, you know, tecate uh, azul, and you can do a little maintenance on your bike, and then you get to bed for the next day. So the morning of San Felipe is when we were going out from the hotel, and our hotel was a bit away from the start gate. And I just remember that morning I hopped on the bike and I was the one to like take off. And when we got to the start line, you only have so long before the race actually starts. Like you got to line up, get in line for where you left off the previous day. And I was in line about to take off 
and I looked down and the fucking oil cap was missing on the bike. <laughs> I forgot and about that. Let alone we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> so like you can't get this part. We can't just run back to the hotel. We can't go to the pit and get it. And so I had to start the fucking beginning of this race with like no oil cap. And the entire time I was fucking riding, it was just spraying all of What did we put in it? Too. Did we just plug oh, it? So, I yeah, don't remember. So we actually, put paper towels or some shit? No, we put uh, my little peen. <laughs> <laughs> That thing would have been nowhere near big enough. We reversed. It was at least a centimeter big. Yeah, it wouldn't have stopped. That was my first thought. Second thought was duct tape. We reverse (laughs) flipped it so it was sticky on the outside, cream on the inside. Mm, Plugged it into that little uh, hole where the oil plug is. And like it worked for a while, but midway through that leg, that's when I was saying the oil was just spraying all over my fucking pan. I think I was wearing those white fast house pants. Oh, nice. And it got fucking everywhere, bro. It looked like a dolmen. Full cow splatter. Yeah. But anyways, it popped out, and I had to put the boot, of, uh, the heel of my boot, so far in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put my boot on the plug, dude. When I was going through the whoop, so I was. Was it a boot plug? Yeah, it was a fucking boot plug. And I had to put my leg on it and just glide like this. Really? So was it your brake or shifter side? Out. Yeah. I want to take my horse to the old town road. Left side. We're going to get copyright infringement for that? We did make it through that stage eventually. We got the oil plug. I think they picked it up at a Husky dealer. Like between San Felipe and the next stage, we found one. Got it all dialed in. Fucking thankfully. But the brutal part of this year honestly happened later, which is Loretto into La Paz. So day four. Yeah. So again, this is like supposed to be the... The last hard day. Um, you know, the, the last day is hard, but it's definitely like the easiest. And Wes and I are riding together because in all this, when you have, did one of the bikes break down? Like, why is it just us? Behind, oh, yeah. oh, it did actually. No, the Honda broke, broke down and uh, oh, yeah, we had to get it trailered in. Yeah, we left him there. Remember? And then he he got back yeah, on. He some... hitched a ride with some local dude in the back of a pickup truck, had to pull the bike into the rig. Luckily, didn't he didn't have cash? Didn't you give him cash? Scott went and met him because he had to go back to um, San Ignacio. That's he had to meet him back there, and and he told the Mexican dude that he was like, "We gotta go quick." And the guy was like, "Okay." And he was like four beers deep, and he was going backwards, and he was hauling ass like he was in the race, but going backwards on the racetrack. And Mitch was like, "I thought I was gonna die, like a hundred percent." But yeah, so that bike was himself too. So we just had yeah. to like let we had to keep racing. Leave the broken bike with Mitch. He had to go figure that out. And, like, that was fucking crazy. Because yeah. one thing you would not do in Mexico is fucking leave someone by themselves. Since it's Mitch, we were like, eh, 50-50. Yeah, you know, you know it's, you know, kind of collateral damage. We're like, if we had to lose one of them. Uh, He's going to love that. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Mitchie Poo. We started, we kept going. And so fast forward day four. This is kind of like getting towards the end of day four. And... My bike starts, so the the Husky starts overheating. I mean, I do, uh, this is, I had a speedometer on mine. I do remember, because it was one of my little personal things that got tattooed on my forehead, so everybody knows about me, um, is that uh, I hit uh, uh, 104 off-road um, on the Husky. Like the flat area. Where yeah, so that, which is sick. Going into that zone. So, yeah, so just for anyone who hasn't seen 104 on the desert, it's fast. Fast. Like, Very you know. fast. No, but that, that section is really sick. It's wide open and you get to get like right near your fucking race partner. And you're just looking over like tapped out. Yeah. And so like 
later. Basically, I, dude, I remember it was when we th- went through the silt beds because I think some got sucked in and I didn't have, I remember that day we didn't have the sock on the air filter and I remember being like, why didn't that get put on? And I was like, I should have checked it. And, um, but anyways, it's That's something right. sucked in and the bike started dying and then it started dying and it fully oh, started shit. going out and then it started overheating and it was hot as hell. And it was me and Wes out there cause we were staying together and Wes, we were like, <laughs> do you remember like, like sitting, I just remember hiding under a cactus for some that's shade for a little while. That's in my head. Like when I was relive, whenever I relive this moment, it's fucking that when we're out in the middle of nowhere and there's minimal cactuses in this section it's mostly rocks you're like going up and down rock rates like it's kind of technical mountains and we were on the way down on the way out and that's when we were towing your bike yeah it was it was like within like the last 60 ish miles and we were like peeing on it to cool it down and like doing everything we could and the thing is when you're going slow out there is like when everything really slows down and you get overheated Mm-hmm. So like when we're going that slow, you're just your body's like just going into fucking shock, and that's when we pulled over. Yeah, <laughs> tried to re up on water, and we were just fucking dude. I swear we were like back to back in that little shade pocket that the cactus yeah. was making. And dude, and I remember fuck. my camelback like like sucking dude, and just hearing the like <laughs> where it like gets to the bottom of the camelback, and like and I'm like, oh no, right, cool, just just ran out of water um luckily i so, hydrated that day and i i had like most of my pack left but then we yeah had to, like nipple off the and then i could just drink your piss and so and like we just kind of did that time so it's yeah simultaneous exactly water nipples exactly it's the full um restorative regenerative um, urination station all worked well which is good i remember thinking then like if we could just get it to the end of this stage we might be able to fix it and we had tow ropes and so you were we, i think i had two and so you were telling yeah, me to like broke. yeah do yeah. like legit technical sections they both broke like you did one it broke and then a second it broke and the way it yeah, breaks yeah. is it gets caught up in like your chain or any of that shit well, but anyways when we're trying to meet each other's speed and we're fucking crawling up the rock and that's that yeah because it's it's like technical and just rip aka stranded as fuck out there <laughs> yeah and then some guy came by and we're like do you have a tow rope? He's like, yeah. He's like, you guys are okay? I'm like, yeah, we water. He's like, a little bit, but for me, I'm like, okay, see you later. So that's your lifestyle <laughs> out there too, right? Like your tow rope, your water, and like a little bit of food. And this guy comes by and like we ask him for pretty much all of that. He's just like, uh. He's like, homie, you guys need to bring more. I'm like, yeah, but we're 12. Uh, but yeah, anyways, we make it in that night and I work on the bike all night and like, oh, like all hands on deck. We were trying to fix it and like it was caked. It was just like, it was done. And granted, I was super sad because it was this whole thing where I was doing it solo. And I was like, oh, I I really want to finish this to do it solo and all that stuff. Like, that'd be super cool. And I, we got so close and then didn't make it. But you bitched out. I mean, bitched your bike out. did. Sorry. Your bike oh, yeah. Bitched out and you tomato, tomato. When everyone, dude, I mean, to tell you the truth, between me and you, when everyone wasn't looking, I just fucking, I just, I put a bunch of grease right into the air filter. And it just, <laughs> I made the bike blow up. But yeah, Jeez. that's, I mean, keep talking about that. Cause that's kind of why you wanted to come back for the next year. Right. Because originally, like if you would have finished that race solo, like, I don't know if you would have came back for the next run because that would have been a, a good check mark for you. Yeah, that was, I don't know if I would have either. And well, I would have beat your ass if you didn't, but keep going. <laughs> Wait, I'm just kidding. 
Didn't you get bit by something that same day? That was at the end of that uh, that same run is when, oh, dude, this is right before we met up with everyone. I'm just going to keep going at a fucking checkpoint, whatever. We're running <laughs> into the checkpoint for the day because you time in and out of each sex. Each, each, each sex. Insects. Insects. And I was going over the rolling hills, like almost out to the, the end of the stage. And this fucking Mexican skeeter just comes flying in, <laughs> zipping, dude. I couldn't even see it. And it just fucking penetrated my heart, like right up under my chest protector and just bit me. I think it was like a black wasp. I figured out later. But it's yeah, she just made that up. Do you remember that though? Were you on the? Were you? I the only part I remember. Like, oh, I fucking pull over, like, oh, I don't know what the fuck just stung me, and I like, I couldn't ride, dude. I, it like shocked me for a sec, and it hurt so fucking bad. But I took my chest protector off because Paul likes that, and I just had. This <laughs> I was I like, I know we're in the middle of the desert, well. but if you could just do a strip tease for me right now, I think it might fix my no, bike we'll thoughts. <laughs> it's not gay if it's in the desert. Say I'm that. pretty sure. The part that sucked ass literally my ass was later the skeeter worked his way down my shirt and like into the back the good shit the chunky shit you know yeah that's where all the meat bones is yeah we definitely eat you first if it was like survival (laughs) of the us type things when i was changing it bit me again but it got the good meat you know like the dark meat in the in the back (laughs) (laughs) rich meat in the back i got chewed up never again i hate mexican skeeters more I just, more. it was so funny because it wasn't until after and you're like taking your stuff off and you found it and you're like, how long has that thing been with you? Dude, it's it like laying eggs in you and shit. Ground, and then my boot after it took a bite of the hiney and it was just, I was so pissed. I st- fucking just stomped its life out. Like, yeah, you know, at least you don't have any like therapy shit you need to work out with the skeeter left which is good moving forward to the next year 2019 similar crew but this year we added mason so will's younger brother what, and what, then what, what wild card <laughs> i like to call the l- 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 liability <laughs> yeah so nick and wes were on a bike yeah who we were on we? the husky mitch and ling were was on the honda and then will and mason were on another ktm the ktm that we rode the other year which we yeah straight through no problems besides the oil plug well that's because i was riding that's true. He's so fast, the oil plug blows dude, off. Talk about your fucking badass XR that you had that year. That thing was tits. That thing, that thing was cool. I mean, so to set the stage, I almost finished it solo last year. The bike was the problem, <laughs> clearly. Um, and then, yeah, exactly. Ran out of talent. The next year, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to do it solo again. I had longer time to know that i was going to do it solo so i kind of my mindset was like i just want to finish it solo what can i do and so i needed a bike because all the bikes were accounted for so i was like what is the most bulletproof bike that can still compete in the lights class um so that's under 450 cc's and that's in my head was like it's got to be xr 400 like that is that is the the beast desert stomper we might have to post just an og xr 400 pick oh we'll do it split screen with the with the mods that you did. With the new one, yeah. And it was cool because I I was still working at Alta, I think. Yeah, you had to be because that's where the forks and shit came from. Yeah, right? Okay. Long story short, I took it a 2001 XR400, one of the last oh, years I that they made it. I how fucking old that thing was. That's fucking insane. Well, I had two of them. And so I had an 01 and an 04. One was like a parts bike and one wasn't. Yeah, but right. regardless, it was like an early 2000s XR 
air-cooled 400, bulletproof. So I left all the engine and everything the same, but then I just modded out everything that isn't like the reliable engine, um, which mainly was the big thing, so it's the suspension. Took an Alta front end and put it on this thing. That was the cool part. So if you look at it, it's got these big upside-down forks, a modern front headlight, and you look around it, and then it's just like, oh, it's an old XR. What the hillbilly is this? I mean, and, real quick, though, how the fuck did you do that? My, my brain still can't put that together. That's like <laughs> super new fucking technology. Like, actually, though, and then onto an XR 400 frame. That's fucking, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing is I was working in, like, suspension in Alta, so I was at the peak of my suspension knowledge about dirt bikes and that kind of stuff because like right now i feel like i don't remember any of that yeah. shit yeah and i like had i was had all the cad and all the linkage design and everything ready but anyways the the one piece that i had to make was the steer so the part that goes into the head tube and i used triple clamps from the alta and i just had to custom make the steer but then we had to um shorten the front fork just a little bit so that it was it didn't completely screw up the, the geometry. Dude, but if you're off a little bit on that, like that's not working. And especially not in fucking Mexico. Yeah, and I actually made it not stock geometry because I made it a little bit more slacked out. Is that so, why it was raked? Yeah. Like purposely raked. I purposely like raked it a bit. It's taller in the front and it's a longer wheelbase. And so it was more deserty. Um and then we revalved the rear suspension to, to match. So it was a cool I still have it. Oh, it's for sale if anyone oh, wants to buy it. Yeah. This bad boy is for sale currently. And for not that good listeners, we have a seven point eight percent discount. <laughs> Not bad, not bad. <laughs> it's on Craigslist. I've on there for like six months. Only get old dudes asking about it. I'm like, do you want to buy it? And they're like, no, not really. I just kind of like your bike and I want to chat. I'm retired and want to hang out. And I was like, cool. I'll talk to you a later. A ton of used, no fucking purchases. Yeah. Yeah. I build that thing and I'm I'm trying to finish. Um, and we're all trying to. This is kind of like year three. We finished before. We fucked up before. We want to we wanted get some hardware. Um, some early veterans of of the Baja. So we got the two young boys. What happens? Dude, right out of the gate, that's when Mason ate shit, right? So he's kind of, like we said, the wild card, like the newbie to the squad. Like we were saying earlier, when you first get to the desert, you just want to fucking balls to the wall, pin it. And yeah. he ended up racking up. Was that? I think that was either out of, I think out of Ensenada, if not again out of San Felipe. Like yeah, just getting the he came out heating. He, he, and he, went, he got concussed, but he went the wrong way, blew a berm, and just kept going, and then he just Somehow came back, ate shit, and he was like, I'm fine. He was, like, yeah, talking to me. Was, actually, that was my, we'll say it again, checkpoint. <laughs> right word. Oh, was, yeah, and we got there. Leg, and we fucking pulled up. I guess there was, like, fucking seven, six bikes this time, whatever. And we pulled up, and we're like, yo, where's Mason? This is, like, where we switch riders. And and he was in front of us or some shit when we first started. And we pulled yeah. in, and we're like, uh, yeah, I haven't seen him for quite some time. <laughs> Yeah. racked up and came back all fucked up and i was like we were like yo are you okay he's like yeah no i just fucking rolled straight through a berm yeah and he was he was talking in circles a little bit and then we we're finally like i i think i think they made the call that that he should he should take a seat and i don't think he rode for the rest of that day because of it, that yeah it was it was mixed it wasn't much and then shortly after, I don't actually know what happened with Sterling, but he just... Sterling fucking goes over the bars as well and came into San Felipe with his collarbone fucking busted. So there was two boys out, and what, that's like day two 
uh, into San Felipe. So we weren't looking too hot compared to (laughs) the previous years that were just a smooth fucking sailing straight to the uh, Yeah, and and I think think this is when we start realizing that, like, we've gotten really lucky the last couple of years because we always hear about these kind of things because freak shit does happen. Um, Oh, dude, do you remember the cow? Wait, sorry. This my is jumping. Cow, holy shit! Was this, this is jumping back? I to bring this up, but what it, year was that? It was a year before. Okay, so sorry. Quick rewind. <laughs> one year we were coming real quick. We were coming into this checkpoint. Don't quote me. Buzz Wordio. <laughs> Spell it. <laughs> checkpoint. C R M. We were flying in, and it was into the leg. We're like, all right. I'll get I'm behind you. I remember yeah. just slightly staggered off you and it was dude just a fucking straight you could open it wide open there was cactuses down the middle and then on each side so it was like a two-lane road and i remember just being like yo let's open it up like we're almost at the end just fucking pin it so we can get good time for this this part and we started stepping on it and this fucking dude like 500 pound cow just comes like crawling out it's the biggest cow i've ever seen in my life i'm not convinced it wasn't a a truck painted cow fucking car dude and it it walked out so slow but it happened in like slow motion and i just locked up the brakes and like i thought i was in like fast and furious style and i just fucking leaned it over and i do i skid for like 30 feet just fucking full vin diesel style just like your head went bald you were in a slow-mo action (laughs) your biceps were popping out of your shirt and you just slid and i remember because i'm looking forward and i see cow come out i see you skid turn into a dust ball on the left and i see just two things and i'm like yo i can't and then cactus is on the side like i have nowhere to go and i kind of just like closed my eyes and like went straight he turned around Remember yes when, he fucking, when he saw me he turned around and barely missed you yeah i, tr- I like I, I tried to like split the gap and luckily he like turned around and i is just through the dust but it was crazy but you were on the ground and slid and somehow you were like fine because we were going like 70 dude i wish we had a gopro clip of that but all in all, that is like a known thing to look out for in Mexico. It's like watch out for the fucking cows, and it's something you never see. But vaca, vaca. In that race, we fucking saw it loud and clear. Well, dude, that was the same year. I know we're just bouncing around, but fuck it. This is we can do what we want. We on this platform, dude. That was the same year where we were rolling. I don't know who I was with, but we were on a on a like a gravel road opening up, and this trophy truck comes. It was like a Y, but like you couldn't see it. And this trophy truck just comes, like, we're straight gravel road, and then a gravel road comes and, like, merges into us. And this trophy truck slides in going, like, a 1,000 miles an hour and that cuts was- us off, like, 10 feet in front of us. Yeah. That's not a guy that's not racing and, like, oh, almost God. completely took us out. Yeah, it was gnarly. And we were just, like, and we just, like, kept riding. We're, like, I just almost died. Puckering. That's when the butthole's about this tight. Dude, that's when it goes right up back into your throat, down to your mouth. Something like that. I don't know how anatomy works, but like I'm almost convinced. But anyways, (laughs) coming back to 2019 um, is when we were heading out of uh, somewhere around Gonzaga. It was somewhere near the house. And and that's when you had your little uh uh-oh moment. Yeah, that was my – because I think up to this, I hadn't really had a a crash where it was my fault that was like sizable. Like you have a little like dip the bike down for a second. But – I'm rolling. Wes is behind me. And because now with four bikes, we were riding in groups of two. And so me and Wes were riding. Wes is behind me. 
we're cruising, going probably like 50 and like straights, just like rolling whoops kind of a thing, feeling good. And I think one of us said, let's open it up a little bit. You know, more of the story. If you ever say that, just don't do it because yeah, that's, that's when you're about to eat shit. The complete opposite. But that's also the other thing real quick. So we're on radios the whole way down on the bikes and each rider has a radio. So we can talk to each other throughout the lakes. You can kind of say, yo, watch out for this or haul ass here, or slow down or we're almost. Uh, or how's my ass look? Or damn, I'm feeling good. Look. Yeah, exactly. Like, man, aren't I cute? Hey, I miss you. Or just, what? Every time we're like, I'm not that good. You know, it just. <laughs> that does happen. That does happen. <laughs> you can do um, check, haul an ass, and all you can kind of hear is a. <laughs> not that good. <laughs> <laughs> or you just hit something and say, fuck That's what Nick would always fucking. When yeah. Like, you do a mic check or a radio check, and you'd be like, yo, Nick, you good? He just. <laughs> yeah. like all right i think that's him or we're on like the channel of a local school that's like getting yeah. broken into that day so we're like kind of opening it up a little bit and me and wes come up on another guy so it's like we're in the dust and you have to pass him i think on that street. yeah yeah we we're trying to like come up on him and then pass him and we're cruising fast and then all of a sudden i didn't even i don't even know if i saw it but i hit so fast yeah, I hit a rock that's like the size of like a basketball and I get thrown up into the air and like launched going like 50 and you just see like my toes, right? All I fucking saw was a ball of sand in your toes. <laughs> Actually, I looked up on it and I was just like, dude, are you fucking okay? Like what just happened? Because on that bike, like that's not a bike to be going that fast, right? You know, like the custom suspension that you had. So like you were maxing it out when this happened. I don't think I was going full max on this because yes, but I was, I was, you're moving fast on that, but just for reference, like the XR great bike, reliable, definitely not like the performance bike that the other bikes are. And like the FE that I was on before, like I wasn't hitting 104 on this bike. I think the fastest I went was 90. Um, but yeah, I was probably going like 50, 55, but we were cruising and I was flying in there doing this, my best superman impression yeah i remember until, seeing you getting up like fucking 10 feet away. i remember you like got away from your bike completely off when you got when you hit the rock yeah it was I, wild i cheated my pants for you it was a team chat which is really nice of you <laughs> to help for me crazy part i got up i was like wow i'm kind of fine i had like a couple marks and shit and we looked at the bike and the steering stabilizer was like all pushed one way so we had to redo the triples real quick tools up boom 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 we were out and like 10 minutes we did get held back for a little bit that sucked but we definitely need it wasn't that long though and so forward to the the juicy part of this trip which is like wait 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 before it because i we get that going and we ride to the next leg and then i remember i'm telling the guys the story when everyone's refueling the bikes and stuff i'm like yeah but everything's fine the bike's fine and someone walks around and looks at my front wheel and he's like dude you're fucking you have a your rim is cracked in half that, that and like Mitch or someone i kind of remember that yeah it was so dented that the rim was cracking and i don't know how it didn't like cause a flat or anything but it was, was gnarly that, was that a stock rim or was that the was from the alta that was an alta okay. yeah that's so that was like held up that's true 400 is pretty bulletproof yeah exactly but we changed that and kept going but yeah, you want to tell the, the gnarliest part of that? Dude, so we the gnarliest story that we've ever, ever um, had there. 
I think yeah, Norris that, had in the past couple of years, to be honest, dude. Like, after this shit happened, they did a bunch of different precautions, like, for the next races. Although, There's the a- first year a guy died. But this is gnarly. Go to, to tell him, lay, lay the scene. Lay the land. Lay the I scene mean, of the land. Another section where you're hauling ass. You know, there's some sections that are technical and you got to slow down. And this section was wide open. It was, like fire roads and they're rolling fire roads and their hills just for fucking miles so you could open it up but they all would also turn in like random sections and me and fucking Pauly d rolled up mitch was on the top of the berm and i like came in like looking down at my map trying to change shit and it was fucking weird like i he he had like no words at first when i come up and he was just like kind of beat dude and i was like yo what the fuck just happened and he's like dude look over the fucking hill and cliff just, dude like fucking cliff what was that just like a 45 all fucking rocks like literally if you fell over there you're like you're, boulders you're in a rock like there's nothing else to hit there's no fucking dirt it's like yeah it was a full cliff of, cliff of boulders that just went forever kind of a thing and it was i could just see like our other ktm will was fucking down there and then there's another guy down there as well but mike <laughs> shout out mike yes that's mike yeah you can you can talk about that homie but what i mean what happened in short is they didn't see this fucking berm and mitch goes off it locks up like fucking still slides like 15 feet off the cliff and then will our other race partner our, our teammate came off flew over him locked up and there was so much fucking dust that there was this aussie how old was that dude he was guy. like in the 40s but no dude it wasn't because they were down there or like maybe 40s or 50s but they were down there for for a second because there it wasn't all dusty that's not oh. why he didn't see it because they were all sitting down that's there right. Right. and like that's why will went off because yeah well yeah because will will ended up breaking his heel so he's sitting down there mitch is like discombobulated and is go- going to try to fucking see them and as they're sitting there this dude because you can imagine like like it mitch was, was like movie. 10 feet off Mitch was like, this was a fucking movie. Bro. Yeah, Mitch is like 10 feet from the cliff. Um, Will's like 20 feet, and this guy flies over them like a Frisbee. They like thought he was a UFO and like and launched. Like, yeah, yeah, like the dude is evil Knievel and just trying to hit the moon or something. And he just catapults into the rocks. Sent over all of them. And I mean, like long story short, he fucking ended up breaking his like femurs, collarbone. Wait, we <laughs> yeah, I was gonna talk a little bit about that, but dude, we were down there, and so like me and Paul were the first on fucking murder scene here, so we have to go down there. And luckily, we knew like a little bit about for like you know a little bit of first responder med shit. And Sounds like you know a lot. You don't even know the name of it. Hearing <laughs> yeah, this, and we go down there, help him out as best as we could. And we, whose white thing was that? We put it up above him. It was hot. Well, no, so so. So we go down and you kind of like Mitch is kind of okay. He's with Will and you stay with Will and you're trying to like figure him out. And I'm like, I'm going to go see if that guy's dead. And I like roll down there and I'm talking to him and some of the local Mexicans come up. Cause like during the race, like people are sitting and helping and like cheering and drinking brewskis and the local Mexicans come over and they're like, Oh, do you need help? We can, cause it's so hot up. They start building little like tents over Will. And then this other guy that's down there, I'm talking to this other guy and he's like, he is on a five second repeat. He is either saying like, yo, did I crash? Yo, did I crash? Yo, did I crash? I'm like, oh my God, this guy is incredibly, incredibly concussed. And he's from Australia and he kept being like, 
like, oh, are we in Mexico? Or, oh, where are we? Oh, where are we? Over and over. I'm like, wow, this guy's gnarly. And long story short, Wes kind of, kind of said it. I was sitting down there, and then this um, another guy from the race pulls up who's a firefighter, and we're both chilling there talking to him. And while he's doing some protocol, oh, and he kept saying, my shoulder, my shoulder, and because his, his shoulder was dislocated, and he was holding it. And and so he was looking at his shoulder and that, and I'm I'm like sitting there, like you know, just kind of like trying to help. And I see his pants; he's wearing like yellow pants, and I see his pants are just turning red. And I'm like, uh oh, like fucking blood pool down. Yeah, there. dude. I'm like, and I, I I we had the first aid thing. I started cutting open his femur, punched right through the so his bad. leg, full on. And um, I don't think you mentioned this, it. but this was. This is the dark side of the moon, this section, because it's called that because it's the farthest point away from any chase trucks or anything. The last yeah. place in the entire fucking race that you ever want to break down or get yeah. or need, want anything. Because you're the farthest away from any help or any pit stops or any of that kind of stuff. So you're deep. And, you know, when I when we saw that, we're like, uh-oh, we're, we're on the clock. Like, you, you, we need to get some stuff to this dude. So luckily, one of the... Chase. Dude, it, was, it was a chase helicopter for a truck that wasn't racing that year, and so they were we just were cruising for the medical helicopter. Remember, and that came first. No, no, no. Yeah, that came first because that guy went and called, and went and got the other one, and then the dude shows up, and it's just freaking one, <laughs> one. So gnarly. A guy driving the helicopter, and then one medical dude. And we're on the side of a cliff, so all of us, anyways, all of us helped get this guy out. And and will hop in the helicopter and they cruise to the local hospital. This guy lives. Shout out Mike and Wes made a sick edit of the this year. Um, it was a shorter one because he was racing, but he made this edit and saw stoked on it and remembered that that was that shit. And he reached out to us. He was like, "Oh, mate, I see you guys are helping my." I can't do the accent. I'm gonna get made, <laughs> made fun of. You gotta work on that one. Yeah. He's like, oh, I might. I hear you hit me. Damn, with my uh, my female, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Dude, it's just crazy that he fucking saw it. That's like when he was healing, he saw the video that we posted, and then just happened to like hit you up, which is just full fucking circle and absolutely insane. Yeah, and now he texts me every year. I think it's on his like femur anniversary or whatever it is when he like snapped that thing. But he texts me every year, and he uh, it's cool. He's a nut. Shout out again, cause he. He was racing six months later. And I feel like if that happened to me, I'd like... I didn't realize that. Dude, I'd have like a six-wheel wheelchair. We're, wheel, well, that's a hard word to say. A wheelchair. Let me help you. Wheelchair. Yeah. W-H-E-A-H. Oh, man. But that was nuts. So we like totally discombobulated after all of that. Took up a ton of time. And so what happens in these races is they send the motorcycles out first because they're like a, a bit slower. And then... They let all the cars go and the cars, if you take long enough because you break down or some shit, the cars start catching you like the trophy trucks, like these big million dollar trucks. And that is scary as shit. And that's what happened. So they started catching us. And now, yeah. And Mitch is uh, since Mitch failed, his bike was all tore up. So he didn't have a GPS or any of his stuff. And so at this point, at this point, all the bikes, bikes were up on the road. So it was, it was kind of blocked, right? Like all those other racers that came and started pushing their panic button and shit. And then the carnage was down below and then keep going with that guy. Oh, the guy in my dreams every night that walks in and says, I miss you. Where are you? I thought you were going to talk about that uh, buggy that just came fucking flying through there. Oh, the guy that shot rocks at us? Literally almost ran over everyone that was fucking hurt. I mean, that was... That day was just like a nutty day. And given this is day three, I think... 
three. Yeah, three. Yeah, this is day three of like a long trip already, and we're just trying to finish. And we're like, holy hillbilly, this is some, this is some sports for sure. Going about first gear and slow the whole way back after that one, dude. Yeah, especially trying to get Mitch back to get all this stuff. But we made it. We bikes made it back. Made it that, I was a little scared about that. We had fucking two detonated bikes out there, I think. Or just maybe the KTM, but the cleanup crew pulled through. Shout out fucking Nora cleanup crew. Yeah. That bike was sitting out there for hours. Yeah, and then, what? We made it back there, and we had the next two days where, like, they were hard. And, I I mean, my in my head too many times but yeah, i don't I think, think anything crazy notable from like the other two I don't days think so too but like day four and five was when you were pretty fucked up just fucking beat i think at least day four was i remember at the hotel and you came in and you're like fuck dude like i'm i'm pretty tossed like this is gonna be fucking gnarly remember you, you kind of had some like stomach or so you you felt like shit on day four i think oh five, i got were... food poisoning a little bit uh no i think i was just I think that was the year before I got food poisoning. <laughs> Dude, this is the year I was like, I'm not, nothing's happening wrong. Yeah. I brought all my own like canned chicken and like beans, and I was just making food in the parking lot every day. But I remember getting back because, again, if you make it fine, you have ample time to like have a beer and do maintenance, all that stuff, get a good night's rest, and hit the next day. But when stuff like this happens, you get back at like five yeah. or six. You got to eat. You're totally toast, and then. You know, not woe is me, but like when you're solo, you have to do all the work on your bike. When you have two guys, you can split it a little more, which is all good. I mean, that's we what I signed up out. for. We helped you out. Yeah. We, I shined your rims. I took videos of you working and cleaning and doing your oil. So I helped. Yeah, you got good close-ups. You got face shots. You got profile pics. You got all the good oh, stuff. Okay. Clips, reels, posts, ads, all the goodies. But no, actually, now that I remember, that's when Harry flew in. And I was Harry like, Bose. Harry Bottos. I was like, thank God for Harold, because he came in and he's like, oh, am I, you need me for anything? Yes, that is the same it accent has, as Ozzy's. Time to fly in. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I actually need you for a lot. I need to eat. Can you service my bike? Exactly. But we all, all three of those bikes made it to the end, which was sick. And we finished the entire race. And then it was, it's weird how it works with points and stuff. And half our bikes are on our in the big class and half of them are in the lights class but i ended up getting second in lights and that was like the first trophy we ever got which is sick i mean honestly man like no corn but actually full corn that weekend i remember like i finished that like that was huge like that was such a personal achievement for me solo got the trophy and then the next day I was planning, would you say, bitch lips? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd say break with femur again. Uh, no, <laughs> just working you. No, and then the next day, in the back of my mind, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend this whole time. Which is what really got you through the race. It was, I remember the whole time I was like, fuck, if we break down here, I can't propose. Exactly. And we had you friends. lose and have a broken bike and then go do the proposal. Like, that would have sucked ass. Yeah, exactly. Fun. Doesn't we would have had to wait another year for that? Yeah, it's like, oh, you marry a loser, you know? Like, <laughs> no one wants to do that. But I, yeah, so I proposed to Allie, my darling, and all the homies came in. I just remember being like, holy shit, it doesn't get better than this. Um, so that was sweet. And we went and partied all day at at um, Squid. That was so fun. Yeah, and all your homies flew in, dude, and that was really cool because you were flying everyone in. And honestly, I don't know how Ali didn't catch that when it was like, oh, why are 
fucking 20, 30 homies. Your homies coming down at the <laughs> And her party. homies. She's like, wow, yeah, all the girls know. really want to come for the end of this dirt bike race. <laughs> she, I forgot she didn't throw that together. She had no idea. Do, 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 do. Wow, it's sunny here. You fucking pulled that one off. That was <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful moment out there, dude. Super fun. That was a, a good year. And that is, I made a deal with my dad that if I finished solo that I would, uh, that I would retire from racing and out there. And only go it's so... back and do it with Wesley in either A, a Razor, B, a trophy truck, or D, I'm going to skip C because that's a bike, D, uh, in a <laughs> Deal. They always said, I, I mean, I remember even the first year, because something that happens down there is all the car guys call the dirt bike guys crazy. And you get down there and like, wait, what do you mean? We're all in the same race. And then you race for a couple of years and like, oh, I see what you mean. Because like you hit a cow in a car you're probably fine you hit it in a dirt bike you use a dead man cage. and so they always said with age comes the cage i got some age baby let's get that cage here comes the cage doggy yeah that one we definitely have to put back at some point little psa sponsor for uh anyone out there with any of those things that wesley mentioned Moving forward um please forward raise your hand two riders two racers two good looking fellas absolute gems of human souls ready to ride your vehicle we oh you pay for it yeah we're in the not that good race team um <laughs> we're in and so that was my last year do you want to talk about 2022 because you didn't you didn't race it that year yeah, I mean, but you filmed year, a ton yeah i mean you guys can definitely go check that video out it's all up online on the stoke company youtube page but um we pretty much had the same homies riding without the fast ones, so that would be me and Paul uh, <laughs> retired for 2K22. But no, it was a good year, dude. The, the bikes ran well. I think we got everyone through. Um, I think the only crazy thing on that year was the GPS switch up. So, I mean, we don't have to dive into that too much. It's actually all up on the in the video that I filmed. Um, so you guys- West is underplaying this video. This isn't like our normal videos where we're like, oh, it's a little like two minute video. Wasn't it cute? We got some clips. This, this is, is like an entire an- vlog of the entire Nora. Of this is an hour long feature film. So when you got when you got some time, grab some popcorn, get yourself a hotchkey, and kick those toes back. <laughs> Dude, I remember I went to watch it. I was like, ah, I got like fifteen minutes. I'll watch this. I'm it's like, long. this is a fucking hour long. Ain't nobody got time for this. But it was sick. It's I long. watched the whole thing. I was like. This is really well done. I was impressed. It is really The bar was low, but I was impressed. Shut your mouth. Mouth shut. If you're more of a visual arts type of dude, (laughs) get in there, baby. AKA you can't read good. AKA you don't want to listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you want to see where we're actually talented, AKA Wesley, AKA actually talented, go watch that video. Story from that year. I think the only thing that was absolutely fucking insane was we were... On our way, I think, out of Ensenada into San Felipe, and we pull over the race bus just to uh, to go out and kind of stretch, check the bikes and shit in the trailer or whatever we had back there. Uh, the bikes are racing. It's racing. <laughs> and we get out and pull over, and we all go to pee, and Mitch is peeing, like, maybe 15 feet from the bus, just has his dingle hanging. Like, you couldn't really see it, but the shadow is just, like, a little, like, maybe inch long little pinner thing hanging out <laughs> <laughs> like i hope this is no but 
there was this fucking federality that was coming the other way. And Dude, he must have had a telescope to be able to see that's what it Mitch's tangleberry. Yeah, come on, he said carrot, small. And he was coming around the bus, and I was like, yo, Mitch, Mitch, stop peeing, because I didn't know what was going on. I just saw him pulling over. Like, you don't want to do anything sketchy when the federalities come through, because they just don't give a shit. They just want your money. And he came to the back of the bus, and... Uh, Came over here and right away went up to Mitch and he's like, I don't even know what he was saying in Spanish, but he was just like, you were peeing and like had his arm like waving out. So now Mitch had like a foot long. <laughs> fucking Dude, what if he's dude. sitting there being like, small dick, small dick. And you're like, come on, sit, sit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, was trying to bust him and he just kept saying like, infraction, infraction. And then would like wave his arm in like a wiener just in front of his fucking panic. <laughs> And we were like, no, dude, just, just agua water. And Mitch had, like, a crumbled up water bottle. Like, I think he just grabbed it off the ground or some shit. And Mitch's dad was there with us as well at driving. So this is father and son moment right here to put one back. And he finally ended up cuffing Mitch and was trying to take him back to Ensenada. And was like, he, we're going up to the fucking jail cell, like, back in Ensenada. From all the Spanish that I did know, that's what it was saying. <laughs> he knew he knew jail and Ensenada. He knew all the... You know that? Those two words in Cerveza, and you're like, I don't know. I, I know all the important stuff. <laughs> the words to stay away from, and he was fucking yelling them. So I said, no can. <laughs> no. And, dude, he cuffed him, put him up. Dude, and so Mitch was cuffed behind his back. Like, he's kind of used to the behind-the-back thing, but he was cuffed. So, oh, but he's used to that, too, So which is weird. Yeah, I mean, it was just normal for him. But the, the Federale grabbed him, and he was like, get up on the truck. And, dude, the truck bed was, like, first, it was, like, fucking high, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm fucking cuffed. Like, I can't. What do you mean? Like, Mitch is doing, like, little <laughs> yeah, midget like, jumps. fucking hop up there. I remember this now. And, uh, dude, the, the Federale was just an absolute dickhead. And I don't know. If I was a Federale and I was trying to fuck with a bunch of white boys, I would handcuff him and make him yeah. jump on the hood of my car. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, and let alone there's this little... <laughs> And they're good cop in the background, just fucking mouth shut, just like sitting there like, I don't fucking, I don't know what's going on. Sorry, man. But we finally got him out. And it is one moment that I'm super pissed that I didn't GoPro. Yeah, I had it in my hand, but dude, this guy was on his shit. He literally at one moment, like took his hand to his gun that was strapped on his chest. And he's like, yo, because it's a bunch of Americans like yelling at him. He barely knows English. So he's just like, yo, yo, calm down. Just scary, and you don't, I mean, you might have done that and got Mitch arrested, so it's probably because you didn't do that. You should just let Mitch go. Just be like, all right, just take him. We don't have any money. See you later. It's always Mitch. <laughs> it does seem to be a problem, child. It's always P2, dude, but yeah, that was an absolute insane fucking moment, and we got Mitchie Poo back. We told the Federale that we were in the race, which I think is slightly one of the only reasons he'd let us go for maybe... Like a hundred bucks could have been a thousand dollar gig, but we skated out of there. <laughs> Moral of the story: Always. Try not to show your wiener to the federale. I mean, if you can. I mean, if you have to, do More it. Importantly, but if you don't have to, stay away. Okay. That, I feel like that's a solid recap of all of our all of our stories in Nora, man. It's it was honestly a lot of the really fun memories that like brought us back together in this like racing stuff. It was such a cool, you know, week and a half. Every time we went down for it and when we got ready for it and everything like it's a lot of it's fun, fun racing dude. it's awesome and it's really cool because your family's down there you know through if they're coming down to chase the bikes or whatnot or even fly down for the end of the race it's it's a fucking absolute banger so if you guys have the chance to do it pull the trigger don't do it it's scary shit <laughs> <laughs> all the shit that just happened yeah it's like uh were you listening like i ain't doing that shit 
No, it is very fun. And I am serious that if we can uh, if we can get our dirty little paws on a trophy truck. It's going to happen, dude. On a manifestation. I write it down every day. Smoke Paul's ass in a razor. No. Oh, is that, did I say it wrong? You said it wrong. You said with Paul, not his ass. No, I said smoke his ass. No, smoke with Paul is ass together. Other asses smoke them with Paul and in a razor. Okay. Missy, love you. Bye.